0: okay hey everybody this is uh part two of uh east rosebud studios uh, long island bahamas uh of course still here with the only person i would ever do something so ridiculous with uh brandon booty what's up everyone yeah i'm gonna pick up right where i left off um so the thing about long island is the bahamas has got a million places to go bonefish and i've i've not been to any place but long island um, but, so the Bahamas is just gorgeous A to Z, right? But Long Island, I've kind of really just gotten so attached to, and that's really the, the habitat. I'll get into the guiding and the actual fishing part of it here in a bit, but the habitat is worth talking about because it's, it's kind of a typical, beautiful, shallow flats opportunity that was, that was built on a now shut down salt mine. That's interesting. Oh, the surrounding area um, of Long Island, at least certain parts, were a multi-decade, multi-decade salt harvesting mine. Which you know, one of the guys who's uh, getting ready to retire, he he managed it. And and what it meant is, is that they 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 changed structure in the the flats around Long Island for the purpose. You know, I mean, it's like it's mining. You know, I mean, it's it's like fucking you know the you know the Berkeley Pit and Butte. Yeah. Right, you know, you know, and poison and shit. I, I don't know. I'm, I don't know if that's true, um, but it, it definitely changed the structure. And now it it it's benefited the anglers. Like like in the middle of fucking nowhere, you will see a rotted, rusted, corroded track with what looks like iron cars or the wheel section of carts that moved salt and I, I just don't know but it's kind of out in the middle of nowhere and, and it's kind of, you'll see old structural uh, in the water oh man yeah you fuck it's you bad and it's really kind of a, it's just interesting it's not everywhere and it's not like gross like like holy fuck like this place is all you know industrial and shit it it, it adds to the to to the habitat the lore, and, and so that's what it really is out there is it's a it's a it's a it's an old salt mine and it's a grade flats for quality bonefish and when the colors, the colors are anywhere between soft white sand to like kind of a dark brown type, type bottom. The surface, the bottom of these flats can be one step, you sink eight inches, or you can walk on it like a fucking sidewalk. So the texture and everything, it's just, fuck. It's just, it's just one of my favorite places in the world to fish for anything, let alone nice bones and lemon shark. Right, so getting a chance to show you know my gal this and just we got good weather. It just it's really rewarding just to be out there with the guides because the habitat. It's like the habitat. If I want to compare it crudely, the habitat's kind of like a like a hot penthouse model. Get it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Just, just as hot as a Playboy model, but maybe a little nastier. <laughs> <laughs> that's how fucking hot it is, you know. It just it's it's a you know you go there and you therapeutically refill your your, your soul, your guts. You know, it Thank clears you. your head. You know, you, you you come back ready to to do what you do. That's what that's what going there for a week does. You you go there for seven eight days. You come back. You're like I can handle this shit. Rejuvenated. Oh fuck, way past that. Motivated. Motivated because you want to get the fuck back there. So, so Long Island aesthetically is just stunning. The guides at the Smith Wells Lodge are the only set of four guides. That's what it is. It's eight anglers, four guides, four skiffs. It's the guides are why you go, and there's four of them. And over the course of 10, 12 years, I've gotten to know these men. A lo- just They mean a lot to me. They mean a lot to me. And that's why I like to take a full group, so I can get them some good coin, right? You know, give them some dough, and they're fine. I mean, these they're busy every week now. Post COVID, they're, they're people know about fishing with Sammy, and that's really that's kind of the point to the segment. So the four guides are Frank, Clyde, Jerry, and Sammy, and these four guys are they're good. They're professionals. Um, they really are. You know, you're you're a professional guide, but. Um, you couldn't hold their jock strap. You know, you could learn to, and you could learn to be as good, but a saltwater guide is a step above, in my opinion, freshwater guiding only because, only because the seeing fish is it's a fucking nuance like you wouldn't believe. So, not minimizing freshwater, I love you know, trout, salmon guides, obviously. But it's just the polling aspect to what they do, the fish spotting, the getting in position with the boat in order for you to make the cast. Yeah, yeah there's a lot going uh, on. A lot, you uh, know. Working on your skill set, bitch. I mean, it's just the whole thing is much more difficult yeah. I mean, for you, them. You could, you know, you 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 could ruin it a lot easier, you know, a lot quicker. It, it's just to me, it's not that because that I'm not minimizing the freshwater guides because they do they do they do they do all of that too in their in, in what they, they need to do all i'm saying is is that if if you can't you know spot fish then you know you're you know fuck it, you know sure. and 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 that's the that's what they have to do so so the first guide is frank and frank um frank is an older guy he's almost 80. yeah that's all he's still guiding it <laughs> fuck i mean that's pretty badass to be almost 80 and Th- Guiding this, every day. This was probably the first year that I didn't see I Frank doesn't get up on the platform to pull. He still pulls obviously, but he he's behind us, you know, at, at, our, at our level pulling. He did fine, right? So, you know, Frank Frank to me is somebody that you know, he's almost 80 and, you know, you know, just like your dick don't work as well at 80 as it did at 40, neither do your eyes. And, you know, man can certainly still see spot bones and all that, but, you know, I I fish with Frank at 80 for shark. And what I love about Frank with shark is he lets me. And he knows that as the guy that brings people to that place, I want to fish for shark. That motherfucker, he does not want to fish for shark. None of them do. None of them do. That's so fucking dumb to them. You know, I mean, it really is. These guys are prideful bonefish guides. These fucking lemon shark, are you kidding me, bitch? I I think they'd shoot them if they could. They're they're like fucking sea lions to, to, to fucking steelhead guides. Bludgeon those bitches. And so Frank has always let me fish for shark. And I fished two days, or one day with Frank, I'm sorry, and it was a slightly shortened day because my sugar wanted to roll around Long Island a bit. I mean that tells you right there I love her because I mean I would never cut a fucking fishing day short, but to take her to some ridiculously souvenir stands and shit, and I mean it's it was better than that, but it, it just was like I I, I I shortened that day with Frank, and it's probably my last day I'll ever fish with Frank because supposedly he's retiring. You know, finding replacement guides in Long Island is tough. It's tough. Okay, there's you know it's like recruiting a fucking you know college quarterback get it yeah yeah okay right yeah and with a small pool to draw from so getting somebody from Long Island you know a native somebody's indigenous there it that ain't easy I don't think you can be an American and even guide there even if you were a saltwater guide and had the game and shit you you know a lot of countries are like that you got to be you got to be from that country which yeah. is you know preserving and promoting that business right yeah yeah so I fish with Frank and Frank you know Frank knew, I, I, you know, I wanted to fish for shark, and so he, he immediately went on the, the lookout. We spent the first hour, hour and a half, two hours pulling, and it was great. I mean, I, I saw a couple, I had a couple of decent throws, saw some bones milling around. Weather was, light was decent, but like it had really was all week windy, just tougher, you know, tougher. So he takes us into this back area that's really beautiful. It's mostly just pockmarked with mangrove bushes and there's structure here, and it's a good spot. We come around the corner, and I'm like, well, fuck, there's four right there. I mean, you know, just kind of four million, and and fuck, they were black tips. They were black tip shark. You know, I've caught a lot of shark on Long Island, mostly lemons, and I, I don't remember ever seeing black tips, and they were in shallow water. So Frank, for about 75 to 90 minutes of that shortened day, he gave me everything I fucking came looking for. I had a couple of eats. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't do well. I mean, if you follow us on social media, you'll see a couple of cool videos that my my gal shot, and I appreciate that. Uh, that really shows we got. You know, it was. Just, it was like I said, 75 to 90 minutes. We were in a short, small area, and they just kept fucking coming. So what on those on those sharks? What's the trick? You just want to strip it as fast as you no, can. make it fuck. Run the way, They're they're, they're they're tough. Yeah, they're tough. That's why. They're tough. I mean, they're tough because they got shitty eyesight. Your best bet with them is putting it on their snout and just getting lucky that you time their crazy blow up and actually hook the fuckers. getting that instant reaction from them. The best setup for a shark, in my opinion, and I've caught a fair amount, including maybe lemon 150 to 200 pounds in Cuba, is when they're coming towards you, you can present that fly right in front of them and you'll get them to follow, no doubt. And then it's just them, really, in my opinion, want to eat it for varied reasons. The the best eat is a slow to pause. Okay. Yeah, that, I you know the I'm not saying that you know you can't get a crazy one, a biter, you know one that one's gonna eat anything, right? I, I'm not saying you can't get him on a crazy hard strip, I, but my, my it's it's all subtle as fuck. And for something that goes around and cuts shit in half with its teeth. You know, they're, they're, they're lemons is what I'm talking about here. They're fucking tougher than people think. So you know, but Frank always delivers, within the first hour of him pulling us that morning, we're in a familiar bay where I'm looking for lemons, right off the bat. And excuse me. And we're just sitting there moving, and right there, in three, four feet of deep water, crystal clear. Is a 20, 25, 30 pound motherfucking permit. Right there. So I turn to my girl and I'm like, hand me the permit rod. And she's so savvy. First time she's ever been in the skiff, she she was a fucking she was she was she was fun to have. She got it. She, but anyway, so she gets me the permit rod quick enough. Quietly put that fucking shark rod down, right? And I can't get the fucking tippet and the fly. It, you know, it's a little janky. Janky enough. Five seconds, eight seconds, ten seconds, twelve seconds. Finally, ready to peel some wine off. Whoop, never saw it again. Damn. Yeah, that's, you know, that's... It's a game of inches, bitch. <phone rings> Sorry about that. It's a game of inches. And, you know, it's just kind of... It's just kind of life, really. I mean, it's it's. I'm not there to fish for permit. I'm there to fish for shark and and, and bones. But point is, Frank all day did such a great job with us. Took us out to this this cool spot called Turtle Rock. Um, it, it doesn't look at all like a turtle, but it's in the middle of nowhere, and there's no huge rocks in the middle of fucking nowhere. So it's a cool fucking uh, place out there. My gal loved it. Fucking kuda shark. Fucking needlefish everywhere. Just. Watching big shark coming in on this rock and this flat getting lots of shots, but same story no fucking eats So I had just I had such a fucking hang on. Okay cut Brother Now I'm doing my podcast I thought that thing was fucking off. I really apologize. So you know, my, my day with Frank was was really good, and you know, I, I you know, I, I was I was modestly looking forward to it, just because some of the other guys, I'll, I'll get into them here now, but but Frank ended up really showing me how good he was, because he has his client that wants to fish for something that's not fish for a lot, and he doesn't want to fish for him. He flat out told a couple of the clients in our group, uh, you know. Uh, well, we want to fish for shark today. Uh, no, we're fishing for bonefish. Which you got me. I feel like a guy to do that. You gotta do that he, he just knows they're not good enough. Yeah. And I don't exactly. mean that rude, but but yeah. it, you know, it was windy all week and you know, throwing throwing this fly that we've developed called the blood clot. Right? It's big red, huge, you know, fucking nice beautiful streamer. I've caught dozens of nice lemons on it, and it really works except this week. Dude, I got, I got refused like I was the biggest zit-face geek at the fucking senior prom. You think it's like a color thing or size no, thing? No, it was just weird. They just weren't eating it. I mean, I had a couple of eats, like I said. But considering how many shark I saw with Frank and then another guy, a friend of mine, a couple of days later, it just didn't happen. So anyway, that's the end of uh, episode two of East Rosebud Studios, Long Island, Bahamas.